If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton, and I'm here with actor, writer, and I guess human. Right? I guess human. Robin Paris. Um, you may know her as a human. Right. They should know Most you as a human. Do. Most people know you as a human. Um, but you played Michelle? Yes, Michelle. In the movie The Room? Yes. Sure did. And Okay, so... I, before the show, I jokingly said I, I talk for about 30 minutes all about myself, nothing to do with you. So I'm going to start by talking about myself, okay. but in relation to okay, you. Okay. I'm going to set up how we got here, I think, okay, perfect, in a way. Perfect. That's what I like to do because we're friends. Yeah. yeah. Just no benefits. Yeah. It's a friendship. <laughs> I moved to LA in like 2006. Um, but even before then, I was driving and, and on, um, I think it was La Brea and Sunset, uh, there was a huge billboard yeah. for the room. And again, like I moved to San Diego before that. So California was new to me. I came from New York. And I saw this huge billboard and I was like, is this like like a thing about the doors? Like the band, the doors? Does the <laughs> font look this certain right. way? And, or is this like a, some kind of weird play? And obviously it just looked like something like, I was like, why is this here? And it was, And I remember like, I, anytime I would drive there in that direction, I was like, that's still up there. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Never did I ever do any research. Nope. Um, you know, uh, and the internet was just viable. Uh, I mean, not, I think now is a little more like things are a little more, it's everyone's so connected. Yeah. But, uh, and then I don't know whatever happened, I happened upon finding out about this, this movie. Yeah. And then I went and saw it and saw kind of like the kind of cult kind of, uh, reaction and and kind of phenomenon uh to it and i've seen it uh, a bunch of times and uh so then from there i don't know i got connected to uh juliette danielle Mm -hmm. she was in my video the seven women meet okay cupid Mm -hmm. um and uh, i did not bring up the room once oh really no i mean for me it's just like i just do you want to act in this or you know what i mean if she wanted to talk about it uh i think after the the other people was like wait a minute was that but i just wanted it just seemed like she'd be good in it yeah yeah. um uh but then uh you know then i you know kind of got connected to you because you were um doing the kickstarter for uh the the room actors where are they now again that say the title correctly yeah that's exactly right oh i did okay 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 um i don't want to ruin the brand uh uh so and that's that's your uh that you wrote yes and um i know that you wrote it because i i read it we did a stage reading of it which was very very cool really surreal um only because i used to and i I taught improv at that theater too and that putting down i was like why does this space look so familiar so i had that weird kind of thing of that yeah and then kind of hearing these like really familiar voices um so but it was just it was a super cool experience and uh uh and then i was like well now you're here on my podcast to talk about and it's you know i feel like it's like this time of year it's kind of like a good time to talk about something like a little bit kind of culty and kind of offbeat Mm -hmm. um and 
there's a you know a, a book came out which was great uh disaster artist that i that i read and i don't read as many books as i'd like to but i was like i just thought that was really interesting whether even knowing or not knowing about the movie didn't even matter just on its own which is what yeah. i liked about it and then um you know like a movie's coming out and everything so there's you know it's still extremely relevant yeah and then and and then you are making your mockumentary and everyone loves mockumentaries one loves christopher guest i'm comparing it to christopher guest is that fair i, I would love that comparison yeah 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 that's what we're going for, I, I would love that i would love <laughs> i would love that comparison to, to for anything yeah, yeah um and uh you know you you wrote it uh it's funded um and it was filmed it and mm-hmm. uh the support was probably amazing because it's still so viable and amazing. The movie came out in, you know, 2002, 2001? Uh, yeah, 2003. 2003, okay. Yeah. So, how long how long were you filming that movie? Uh, you mean The Room? The Room, or, okay. the, the, the original Room. The original I went, room. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I my part, I only filmed for about two weeks. I was a mid-season replacement. Um, they had let a couple of leases go, or a couple of leases had quit, mm-hmm. more honestly. And um, Juliet was originally playing Michelle, and she had, and she, they had shot a lot of her as Michelle. And um, they kind of graduated her up to Lisa. Is that a graduation? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, that's a question. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not. I'm not that's here debatable. to pass. It's not passing judgment. I'm just no, curious. No, no. As like, is that a you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's a matter of would you want to be yeah. moved up, right? Or yes. is that up or down? Whatever yeah, you right. know. Would you or, want yeah. that? Uh, but she went, you know, went to that role, which is a bigger role, obviously. Um, and then so they had to reshoot all the Michelle stuff and a lot of stuff. They had to basically just totally reshoot all the Lisa stuff, all the Michelle stuff. So I came in with a whole bunch of people. Came to the um, the lot. Uh, um, the Burns and Sawyer parking lot, mm-hmm. and we had an audition there. And um, I was the first one there, and I honestly think that's why Tommy cast me because yeah. I, I, he was like, asked me a bunch of questions about myself when I got there, criticized. He said I had too many freckles. He was going to have to airbrush them out if he cast me. Um, he apparently got himself airbrushed a lot too every day. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's, that's Hollywood for you, though. I mean, listen, I don't leave the house without getting airbrushed. Right. <laughs> I mean, well. but I'm a self respecting individual here. Yeah, you look good. Uh, I'm 73. Can no. you believe that? I know. Yeah. Um, okay, I just feel, I'm just 73 on the inside. <laughs> um, in that two weeks of filming, was that a solid two weeks? Yeah, I would say. I mean, it was probably like maybe six days. So it was, I wasn't there every day. Yeah. But, but yeah. six days. In six that six days, days, how many times were you like, I, I'm qu- I quit in your mind? Well, or did you have like a? I thought that imme- like immediately, but um, <laughs> I had gotten there. I was basically at my house in Santa Monica, or I mean, apartment. Got the call. How fast can you get to the set? We need someone to play Michelle. And I had auditioned for it and got, uh, like two weeks before mm-hmm. and gotten the call back, and then I had heard nothing, so I assumed I didn't get it. And I'm like, I, I guess I can get there in like 45 minutes. I showed up on set, and those same clothes I was wearing, they shot the chocolate as a symbol of love scene. Like literally 10 minutes after I arrived on set. I was shooting that scene, and that's how much time I had. And to when prepare. you were you, you was that what you were wearing when you got the phone call? Yeah. Okay, so it could. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean. Okay, so there could have been other variables of what you were wearing. So that was a very real. I was lucky I'd taken a shower. You know, as yeah. a struggling actor, I was like, you know, a lot of times you're sitting around the house in sweats, like. And you're rocking that that, that denim jacket, right? <laughs> Thank you. I think I'm wearing like denim uh, jeans in that one, and yeah. like a blue t- right, shirt, yeah. so okay. shirt or something. 
but yeah so anyway after I had it happened so fast that I'd already shot the chocolate as a symbol of love scene before I had time to be like um what am I doing here? yeah you know yeah what is this uh yeah. did you read the script before no Tommy wouldn't show the script to anybody because okay. I thought we would steal it which is of course what we would have done right oh, obviously <laughs> we'd be sitting on piles of money right now not chairs <laughs> yeah. uh yeah. uh and in that scene was like kind of like a bit like romance intimate right yeah did that f- freak you out or were you like I'm a professional um, yeah it was a little like weird to kind of come right on set and do that immediately but you know I was, was the dude I don't know was the dude equally as like he had been on set for a while oh, yeah. um, He we were both a little weirded out but it was like at that point I mean there was this whole crew everyone was there this is what I've been called to, in to do yeah. and like well you know there's no nudity right. I'm not like you know so it's just a little making out whatever so it didn't seem that bad I mean it's like play, yeah. it's like a play yeah, in a yeah, way yeah. In, in, that, in, that, in that sense yeah Interesting. I mean, it was bad. I mean, the lines that I had to say. Yeah. Chocolate is a symbol of love. I mean, how do you even say that? Um, I don't. But you. Fi- well, here's the thing: is like, and I'm I'm speaking as not like an expert in anything, as 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 a consumer and a bystander. It, you really kind of shine in it because everything else is so much weirder that you seem like. Oh, I was like, this seems like almost almost relative because you play like the level-headed person yeah yeah you know um and it seems somewhat like you're like the voice of reason you know what i mean uh uh you kind of justify what's going on somewhat so it seems like by proxy or by default like you are like oh that's pretty good like thanks (laughs) yeah well i don't think there's like anything to really like i think even in in that world is is there do you have any things that people like, oh, this is the part where we like kind of poke fun at you? I don't feel like there's not that. You... I get off pretty easy. Yeah, that's screenings. what I was. Yeah. People like... don't really make fun of me that much, which I'm, re- I mean, really lucky. Yeah. You know, like I'm just because I go, I've gone a bunch in, in wigs, like, like so people don't recognize yeah. me just to be like a fly on the wall and see what happens. Yeah. And I'm really just fortunate that I haven't heard a lot, a lot of people yelling things at my part. So at the screen, I mean, it's just CAAs. There's so like, I wish she was here in person right now to sign her. I have a contract. Exactly. You're That's- like, it's me. It's me. They're like, no, it's not. That wig fools me. Um, now, yeah. so you've gone to how many of those screenings have you gone to? Um, probably like seven or eight. Which is low comparison to yeah. like, I mean, I hate watching my, I mean, and it's not even on the same, I mean, it's not even that important, but I just don't like look watching myself. Not because I'm like, oh, I'm just like such a tortured actor. It's just like, I just like, just, yeah, I just think it's gross the way I look. But uh, I mean, no. that's my thing. Uh, uh, but um, uh, I think you're good. You're thank funny. you. Yeah, you're really funny. Well, let's get back to yeah. me then. Okay. Thank you. I'm just <laughs> waiting for that. Uh, um, so, I mean, how has your life because that is a, is a is kind of a game changer for anyone kind of inv- you know what i mean like you know good or bad like how has that kind of changed because you have you have a do you have a degree in uh yeah you have a, mean, a, a, a writing degree or an acting degree yeah or? i got my mfa in screenwriting from ucla yeah that's a yeah. master of yeah. fine arts yeah. the word master so you're the master at it. right <laughs> it's fine arts like it's, it's really not good. dumpy you know, toilet arts. It's <laughs> fine arts, right? So you got that, which is like, that takes work. And then, so now, okay, so you have that. Yeah. And then you did the room. So what what changed or didn't change after that? Um, I did the room before I got the degree in screenwriting. Okay. Um, we, we, did, like, we did the room. We were like, I got to do this. I Now I know what totally. I need to do. Um, I was just like, I, I had been auditioning for a lot of bad movies, and I was just, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to start creating stuff myself. Yeah. And um, so I did the professional program there and then, the, you know, MFA. 
And I mean, yeah, so no one really even knew that I was in the room for years because it was just this underground thing that only a few people knew about until Entertainment Weekly, you know, put out their article in 08. People started to know about it. And that's when kind of it started to snowball. And but yeah, I went to UCLA. I graduated in 08. So no one even knew, you know, that I was even in this bad movie. They just thought you were just a regular person. I was just a normal person. Yeah. Well, so, you, so many struggling actors have done horrible, obviously horrible movies. Yeah. They don't go around telling people or like showing clips. <laughs> so yeah. I just thought it was in my past and I'd never have to address it Well, I think it again. now it's like there are things that are like it, it's celebrated. Like it's Sharknado yeah. or whatever the case may be. It's actually made for that thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I, you know, I... Because, you know, we did that reading and you guys were kind of talking shop a little bit about, you know, the movie. And obviously, you know what I mean? It was relatively nice, but you're telling stories, but it wasn't like, you know, mean, like in slanders. But I mean, I imagine that, like, even in the six days you were there or, you know, hearing secondhand from the other people, like, there's just got to be like kind of zillion weird kind of horror stories from that, right? Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah. I mean, I, they, it didn't get that bad. It was mostly comical. I mean, th- just being on set, so, yeah. I was trying not to laugh. Like in that party scene when Greg and Juliet are slow dancing and then the, then there's that fight. And then like if you, I'm in the background and I look at myself. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm not smiling because inside yeah. I was just dying. And I was literally crying at when they'd call cut. Like tears would be streaming down my face because I was holding in the laughter so much. I just thought it was ridiculous. The whole thing. Was there anyone else there that was like, like, this is serious. This is going to be a breakthrough role for me. I mean, beside Tom, I mean, beside Tom, <laughs> was there anyone that was kind of like taking it like very, very seriously as if they were, you know, doing like, you know, uh, like a, a really great film in a traditional sense? I don't know. Maybe a few people. I never heard murmurs of like, yeah. this is my big break. I, yeah. I think people were just sort of dealing with it and trying to get stuff for their demo reel. And we were all in our 20s. So we were pretty naive. Pretty yeah. naive and stupid. Um, but anyway, no, I don't think I never heard people think saying that. Um, so I don't know what was going through their mind. I thought it was, I thought, OK, maybe I'll get something that's salvageable for my demo reel. And that's it. That's Did that happen? I, I put something. On, yeah. On my, de- my early demo reel from like 10 years ago. And um, yeah. I don't know if it got me any work. I, I would to the, obviously wouldn't put, put it on this. You know, to this day, I wouldn't yeah. put it on now. But well. um I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Was. There's something salvageable. Maybe. X, Y, Z. I don't know. If there's anything good. <laughs> X, oh, yeah. X, Y, Z. Yeah. X, Y, Z. Examine your zipper. Yeah. Which I've never so heard before. Yeah. No, I guess I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that. I guess I've heard that before. Um, <laughs> so classic. Dramatic. And this is just for me. This isn't even for the podcast. What was the deal with that dude? With the chocolate? With the chocolate? And mm. what was his? I mean, he seemed like a normal dude, but. Uh, and not to listen, I wasn't there, and I, I, I know he's probably directed a certain way, but it was very, uh, I don't know, he was just like kind of like very big facial expressions, everything yeah. he did. Like everything was like th- not theatrical, but more like kind of like, I don't know how it would be. Like, did you find that strange? This is personal well, for me. Well, you know, I didn't see that face. Okay. And we, we all know why. I yeah. didn't see the, him doing that face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, I didn't even see, and then I didn't see his other performances yeah. either till the, till the premiere. Yeah. But I think he was obviously just trying to make it a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, trying know, to make fun, like comedy. whatever. I just, because I don't know, have you, I don't know why I'm fixated on this dude, but I never heard, did he, have you ever heard from him or seen him? I know what he's doing now, but he's it, doing, he, he has a job that doesn't allow him to be like in this mockumentary that I'm doing. Okay. And he has like a high profile job and oh. can't, I can't like even say what oh. it is. You know, I could CIA. probably tell you when we turn the mics off, but CIA, something like that. <laughs> CIA, FBI, the, the, when they put the two together, where it's like a super thing. Well, that's very cool then. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sure they give him a hard time. <laughs> like, I know. Doing that. Now, Can't really go undercover. So they're making this movie, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, about the movie or the character about uh, Tommy and uh, um, Greg. Greg. And friendship. Yeah. yeah. Now, is somebody be playing you? Apparently, yeah. A friend of mine actually is a reader. And yeah. He recently read the script, and he told me that like most of the actors are just in there really quickly. Like there is okay. somebody playing me, but it's probably a really ne- it's a negligible part, which is like a, just a quick role, which is actually fine. I'd rather have it just me being a, a periphery character because you know if someone's playing you, you're like it's yeah, a but wouldn't stressful. it be? <laughs> but I think it would be cool. If you played a cameo of another, you know how they do, you know what I mean? Yeah, like a yeah, completely yeah. character that's not you, you're just a nurse. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying nurse. Whatever it is. I feel like that's always what it is. It's like a nurse <laughs> or a cop, uh, yeah. you know, some kind of like utility type person. Um, but it must be weird. You know, you tell that thing or it's just kind of like, who would you want to play you in a movie about you or whatever? Um, but that is kind of a, a sort of a real thing for you. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, a lot. I mean, compared to mo- anyone I know. I mean, people ask me that and I, you know, there's the, something that went out with somebody's pics and it was like a picture of they put Tina Fey yeah. um, to play me which obviously would be awesome because yeah. I'm just so hilarious in the movie <laughs> yeah. right but um, so yeah but I think it'd pro- I don't know who would play me I mean I think it's not going to be a big movie star since it's apparently a small yeah. part in the actual yeah. script um, but yeah it's really cool I mean I think it's cool it's going to be fun to see it are you connected to any of that at all uh, or you got like are you guys connected to this or no yeah. we are not I mean no nobody's called me or asked me any questions about it um, the closest thing that I've gotten to it is I, w- I had a picture taken with David Wayne and then the screenwriter who's writing the movie yeah. retweeted it okay. so that's the and I tweeted him the fact that you were so. with David Wayne though is the cooler thing yeah, yeah I mean I worship cool. David Wayne He's awesome. He's really funny. Um, I, I've been following since 1993. I used to go see the tapings of the state at NYU. So like I've been a fan oh, wow. for, for a very, very long time. Yeah. And you know, if there's ever, if I ever met him, or you can make that happen it, sometime I in the future. I approached him at a party and yeah. I was like, "Hey!" Yeah. And I knew he was a fan of the room, yeah. so I, we started talking about. So you need to name drop yourself. Yeah, I name dropped myself. That's okay. <laughs> I'm like, don't you know who I am? I name drop myself in, in places where nobody cares, or it's not even really <laughs> relevant, or and stuff like that. So right. I, I totally get that. Um, I mean, it, so is how long is the pro, like the thing where like, oh, I want to make this mockumentary i want to make this when how far back does that go two years ago i had the idea and then i wrote a little bit of it and then i pitched it to the room actors and i told them about the idea we were doing this little mini documentary for the disaster artist for greg's book release okay and we all got together and were interviewed and then i talked to them there and was like hey what do you think about this idea let's get the gang back together yeah well this part of the gang back together (laughs) exactly um so that did that mini documentary come out yes but they don't they only show it at the book releases for the disaster artists. okay they never widely released it so nobody saw it okay um i i mean i read the book are you do you feel like the book is like a pretty good representation of i mean you don't know i mean it's it's uh, probably hard to say for yeah. whatever um because it seems like a pretty f- i mean I don't, it just seems a good book and it seemed very fair it didn't seem like mean or weird it actually seemed like kind of endearing i thought yeah uh but also like not pulling any punches as far as like 
you know how the experience and stuff like that i was just you know, right wanting, yeah, if wanting. i learned a lot by reading it yeah I mean, stuff that i didn't know about tommy and greg and their yeah. relationship i think anytime you write a book about what actually happened there's always going to be some liberties taken i think sure like i mean the only part that i can really even comment on is the audition part and mm. that part was not really accurate in terms of how i auditioned yeah like i didn't it wasn't late at night i didn't go in with like a bunch of women it mm. was it was it was broad daylight it was yeah. a bunch of people yeah a lot. so you know but i understood there were so many auditions i'm sure that he did and they did that it's easy to get confused as to how it happened so so uh, you, you talked about getting the gang back together and then you were like i did you have the when you did did you have the idea before you met up with them or did you meet up when you're like hmm let's let's do you know do something with us i had it before we okay. got together so i was hoping that that's good up, yeah up for it and then sent it to juliet first and she really liked it and then kind of some time went by i was working on it, and she got back to me and she's like hey whatever happened to that let's do that and so I sent it to everyone else and then did the kicks. I ne- realized I needed money uh, to make it. So I did the Kickstarter campaign. That was a year ago. Yeah. That I did that and then rewrote it, made it longer, wrote seven more episodes. And then we really only had the money to shoot the pilot. So that's yeah. like a 22 minute pilot that we just finished shooting. Okay. So do you need, so what do you, are you hoping that it gets picked up? Is that like the. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. that's our goal is right. to get it, you know, really tight and solid so that somebody's interested in buying it and gives us money to shoot the rest of it. Yeah. And, and you're, you, what's good is you have like a, you know, a proof of concept. I mean, you already did the work. You're like, we believe in this so much that we went and made it. You know, we did the, you know, not knowing if anyone else would care to want to pick it up. So hopefully that will give people the confidence to say, well, you put all this work into it and we saw it in action. Um, That's what we're hoping. That's what I'm hoping. And I mean, it would be great if this book, if sorry, the movie comes out, The Disaster Artist. Did you, you're going to say, are you going to write a book? Come no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to write a, write a book. I can't I'll imagine no one, is, I can't imagine no one, like, has anyone ever said, hey, you should write a, I mean, people, I feel like people say that a lot, you know, you have, you led a somewhat interesting life, no matter what it is, like, and the ability to like publish now is a little bit easier, but has anyone ever said you should write, has anyone approached you and like. No, no one's approached me. I think I need to do more or something. I don't know. Yeah. My life needs to be a little more interesting before somebody approaches me. No, I, mean, I think it's um, a good, I mean, I think it's, I mean, because here's the thing you have, like, I don't know, like you, you kind of, like you said, you kind of got off pretty easy in that sense of like, um, and you, but you're still able to kind of like, kind of enjoy it for what it is, or I don't know, maybe you don't, I mean, I'm. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think at first I was in total denial and I didn't want to admit that I was in it and I didn't yeah. know how to handle it. And yeah. That's part of the reason I wore the wig. It was like, yeah. I don't want to be recognized. And then I just, there was just a point at which I was like, screw it. This is, you know, I have no control over this. This is, has a life of its own. I just have to embrace it and make the best of it. And it is real. I always loved it. I always Mm. love the movie. I go with friends and we have a a good time. So I always enjoyed it. I just, the thing about like, when you Google me, that's what comes up. And like, you know, we, we always talk about Juliet and I talk about like on our deathbed or whatever, our obituary is going to say like in the room. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the fear. It's also a very morbid conversation. Sorry, I know. No, no, it's so like, uh, we, yeah, we're always talking about death. It's so fun. Um, but yeah, so anyway, we just, I want to do something else. There, obviously, they're just, I want there to be more than I'm in the worst movie ever made. You know what I mean? I don't know. So when you, uh, you know, you're done with the room and you, you got your MFA, was it, were you like, was you saying like, I just, I'm a writer? Cause you know, it's like if you're an actor writer, like, you know, what do you prioritize? Like, what was that? Yeah, I was mainly doing writing because I just, yeah, I think I just had hit a wall. I'd done a couple bad movies. Uh, the Room was the worst. Okay. <laughs> I had been in some decent ones too, but I was just like, okay, I got to take a break and like just 
focus on my writing. So I did that. And then if a friend wanted me to be in their thing, I would be in it. But I wasn't trying to act. Or on a podcast. Or a podcast. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. Whatever. my way. Yeah, I know. Um, so it's kind of really fun to just do this mockumentary and actually act in it and like just have some, have fun with acting again. And I still stuck with improv. I've been doing improv. Um, oh, because we were talking about I.O. West. Yeah. We, we know people uh, familiar there. That's right. Are you still yeah. doing it now? Um, I know. So I took a little break from yeah. the mockumentary, but I was on a team, and um, my, I'm hoping I can jump back into the team. But I was working so much in this yeah. mockumentary, I didn't yeah. have time. That's what's great about improv. You know what I mean? You can just just jump back right into it. and Yeah. And Yeah. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. And it, just the last couple of months, I haven't been, but I'm... I was just like, oh, I got a break, and now I think I'm ready to kind of get back into it. Please let me back in. Yeah. <laughs> Please accept me. Um, so uh, what uh, What was it like, I mean, from when you kind of wrote or conceptualized it into the end, was there any like, did you, was there anything different like that you were like, oh, I wasn't expecting it to come out like this, right? I hadn't planned for it to be like this, but it came out like this, and that's really cool. Like, did anything change in the process? Um, yeah, as, as we were, I did some rehearsals, mm-hmm. and as we did the rehearsals, there were things that like became evident that I needed to change about the script or um, we did some improv we threw in some improv and that was great I the actors that I hired to do to be in this other than the room actors most of them are improv yeah. actors Krakowski yeah Krak- he's great Krakowski, yeah. he's awesome he's amazing and they of course brought a lot to the role which yeah. is what I wasn't hoping yeah. Um, so yeah we discovered things on the set you know like oh hey why don't you say this instead or why don't you try this or they would bring something to the role and it'd be like yeah that's awesome let's do that um, there was a lot we discovered along the way. We even have somebody singing an original song. Um, this woman, she's sort of a folk musician. She comes in at some point. It's at the end of the the whole thing, and it's sort of random. But it, and people were like, "I'm not sure if this is going to work." And I was like, "I don't know either." So we're going to record it without her and then with her. Yeah. But it actually, re- I thought, really worked. She was awesome, and it was really it was random, but in a good way. Yeah. And I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, and I think you know, I don't think anyone's going to watch it and be like, "This better be very clinical." <laughs> You know what I mean? This better be very like, you know, by the numbers, uh, you know, mockumentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're all a little bit, you know what I mean? They're all a little bit like, they go off the rails a little bit. I think that's like the the point of point of them. Yeah, it definitely goes broad at times, and then it goes kind of grounded at times. I mean, we tried to kind of like you said, I tried to do Christopher Guest, and he does that well. Like he does, yeah. he does broad, like the two left mm-hmm. feet. Um, with Eugene Levy mm-hmm. um, and Best in Show, mm-hmm. but then they then could pan down and he's got two left feet. I mean, yeah. that's pretty broad, but they do it in a way that's like so deadpan that it yeah. works. Yeah, it doesn't like hit you over the head yeah. with it. Um, uh, so y- you, I mean, ki- doing Kickstarters and raising money, I mean, that's, are you, were you like, I wonder if anyone's going to give us any money for this thing? I mean, it's a scary thing. I've done a couple of, of crowdfunding things, and it's always a scary thing because, I mean, no one likes. Nobody loves asking for money. No. Some people do. You wish it just kind of fell from the sky, you know what I mean, yeah. or whatever. Uh, um, but h- how was that process? It was a lot of work. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of work, that, prep that I did before mm. we launched the Kickstarter. And I was so grateful. Yeah, I was like, oh my, am I going to do? That? I, it was always a sense of panic. Mm. It, are people going to give us money? Are we going to make our our, our goal and so it was constant panic and I was shocked that people really jumped in and helped and really flattered and then a lot of them came out and were in this mockumentary yeah. like some of the donors got to be or, or extras or yeah. they had parts and they were well, they, they must have been they so were stoked. so cool yeah it was so cool to meet them they yeah. were so nice and I was just like so grateful that they had given up their money to, to make this happen for they us work for free right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> right so it's like free labor them. that's what we call that in the industry, yeah. Um, but no, it's, I mean, I imagine that like the there's this inf- this fan base that's kind of like we want this to happen, and if it takes me donating ten dollars or twenty whatever it is to make that happen, like I'm gladly, 
you know, I'm going to give that because I want this to, to happen so bad. Yeah, there were, I mean, there were just, yeah, we were, we got a lot of press too, which is really helpful. So people knew about it. There's still a lot of room fans out there though, that don't even know about that th- this project exists. Yeah. And that's the, that's the trick for us is trying to reach them so that when we are ready to show this, we have eyeballs and people excited to watch it. And, and, you know, if we have to do more crowdfunding to raise the money for the rest of the season, we obviously want to tap into those fans and see if they're interested in, in seeing it happen. Well, they could be, you know, theoretically, they can be your own street team. You know what I mean? Like your your fans could be your street team, be your PR in a sense, because they're going to be more kind of vigilant and excited to, to, to share this. You know what I mean? Because there's, they're so, like, invested in it. Um, and, it, you know, again, free labor. Yes. That's right. It's that old free labor thing. It works like a charm. Would you have a low budget? You have you do what you can. Who yeah. um so uh just to inform everybody who in it from the uh, movie is in it. Okay, so uh Juliet, um Philip Haldeman, mm-hmm. Dan Jan Jigian. Okay. Who's Chris R? Cuz he wasn't there. Him and uh um uh Philip weren't there at the reading. Uh, yeah, right. They, right, right. they live out of town. Okay. Um, so, and then St- uh, Greg Ellery, who plays Stephen. Okay. Kyle Vogt, who plays yeah. Peter. Um, me. Uh, let's see. Who else? Oh, uh, Carolyn Minot, yeah. who plays Claudette. So it looks exactly, I mean, it's always yeah. hilarious. It was like kind of freaking me out. Like, I was just like, it's freaking me out a little I bit. I know. Her, she, she's naturally just like Claudette. Yeah, I know. It was it was like so good, but I think it's just so her good. and it's just like it's just timeless, I guess is the word I use. Yeah. I don't know why that was uh She was awesome. Yeah. I mean, she was great. Um she really channeled the role. Uh, and then who else? Um I think that's everybody except Tommy and Greg and right. Scott. Scott who plays my boyfriend and Oh, yeah. right, right, right. He couldn't uh He couldn't do it. Because he's in the CIA FBI. Yeah. OMG. Right. That's for the kids. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, was it, was it something where you were like, oh, Greg, do you want to be a part of this, or did you just never really? Make well, it? yeah, I did ask Greg, yeah. and he um, has a non-compete agreement apparently okay. for the disaster artist, okay. so he's not supposed to do room-related projects. Um, although if we're just playing ourselves, so yeah, I don't know. So that's probably not really him personally. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, I mean, I thought it was. Just, I you know, I always think those things kind of work together in a way you know what i mean because it's like it's all one thing so one thing then the other thing and then uh and both you know what i mean yeah i don't know fingers crossed that maybe he'll do another an episode down the line maybe with like a mustache right 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 (laughs) santa beard yeah like a couple of mustaches yeah or maybe your wig oh yeah my blonde wig we could uh, attach it to his yeah i mean whatever i mean there's plenty of things we could never recognize i mean listen i I, i'm i'll I'll do uh i'll I'll do wardrobe and and, okay and costuming and stuff like that which i've never done before um have you ever had any weird like stalker people um no not no i haven't not that I know of, unless they're just really clandestine and sneaking around really well. But no. maybe they're the same color of these soundproof wall here. This wall here. I just would imagine. I mean, just like, any, or at least people like that have to be somewhat like infatuated with the people in it, the the you know the 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 movie and stuff like that. I've had a couple, you know, messages from the UK. Like, can you send me a photo of, you know, signed photo? Because I think you're great, and that's awesome. Creeps, I mean, weirdos. I, I don't think that's. I think yeah. So that's great. I mean, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I love it. But um, no. So I, I don't. And that's really not very many people. <laughs> like, so it's like two people who do that. You well, want, shout you out. Want a side signed out. Uh, well, we'll shout out to those two people. Right. Love so, you. So if you went back, like if you could go back in time, and th- hey, do you want to audition for this thing? Would you say yes? 
and do it all over. You mean again. if I knew what I know yes. now? Yes. Yes. Um, gosh, you know, I think it's hard, right? It's hard because it's just been so fun and it's yeah. added so much to my life. Yeah. And I love this mockumentary that we just did, and it was so much fun on set. So I would have to say yes. I think it's a net positive. Yeah. Net positive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. You're really, you're really kind of, uh, kind of um, highbrowing. I this am. podcast. Oh my god! With net positive. <laughs> Sorry. Man, no. I feel like I'm gonna great. make a fart joke somewhere <laughs> to, to 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 get in there. Um. So would so the goal would be you have the pilot and then to make, like, how many more episodes would you want to make? Uh, I've got seven more episodes. Okay, you have seven. They're like seven minutes each, so they're shorter than the pilot. The pilot's longer. The pilot's twenty-two minutes. Where would you? I mean, like, where could you see this? being I'm putting this out there um I could see it on Hulu or Comedy Central yeah. or you know I love all that David Wayne shows yeah. David Wayne so I feel like it's the same kind of tone yeah of some of the, his projects um so yeah those are the two places I can think of but you know honestly Amazon any place that would be open to it love to put it out, out uh, there hello who's out there somebody is, is anyone is anyone somebody. is anyone listening um no I mean I just like to kind of talk about like you know also people's kind of Taking essentially nothing. Like there's no. There's, at one point, there was no script. There was just nothing. It was an idea. Then it became an idea. Then it became a script. And then it became conversation. And then, um, you know, uh, Kickstarter and 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 readings and and revisions. And then actually shooting the thing. Yeah. Um, was the, in the shooting of it. Was it uh, like again? Because it's, it's a is a mockumentary. Like, and you know, I said there was some improv. But did it? Was it? Did you make sure it ran kind of like clockwork? Yeah, we had to yeah. because it, it we have so many we had so many locations. Yeah. We had like 8 or 9 locations in 6 days. Yeah. Um because every character is presented separately yeah. and they all have their own like lives and their own story every room actor and they're not together in the pilot. So you don't uh, see them in the same room interacting yeah. with each other. So because of that So it's like it's like a it's like a bunch of short in one long pilot. There's a bunch of like short theoretically episodes they're not really but but they're, yeah. it's filmed like that it's yeah it's like introducing every character and this, this this the life that they're currently living and in a subsequent episodes you're going to see more of their lives and then in the final kind of episode for the first season that i've written they all come together so now they're in the same room and they're all together and then what i've looked at if i get there the second season would be them together like you they'd be interacting and like in the same room and all that <laughs> Did you so. ever think about working a, you know, could you work a screening in there or no? You mean, what do a, you mean? A room screening. Oh, you mean them going, yes, actually the very the last shot of the final episode okay. is them watching the room together. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if there was like a conflict of like you can't. I can't actually show it, but I yeah. can show their faces of them reacting to watching the room. Yeah. yeah. But what they're really watching is like Netflix or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. Or nothing. Or they're just being or, actors. No. <laughs> or, or what? <laughs> Did you say or porn? You just took the net positive thing down. You just Sorry, ruined net it. Net negative now. Oh, now we're net negative. <laughs> now, but now we're back on track. Right. That we're net negative. Okay, good. Um, uh, uh, so, what is because I didn't meet uh, Philip or what, and the other guys, Jay. What's it? Dan. Dan. Yeah. Dan Jigian. Yeah. Yeah. He has, okay. What? What are they? What do they do now? Uh, well, without getting too much detail, I want to like the personal lives. But what are they, yeah. are they like? You mean in the, in the mockumentary or in real life? In real life, I real mean, like, life, what are yeah. they? I mean, how are they like? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Dan. Um, well, Dan has a lot of jobs, but he worked uh, sells. Uh, it's Heritage Family Foundation, I think, oh, is wow. the company, and he cool. sells insurance. And cool. He also just wrote a book with that guy, uh, uh, some Jack Canfield, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Oh, okay. He is touring with him because he wrote a like a 
self-improvement book or kind of a, a book about how to like realize your dreams. And oh, wow. He's touring around. That's amazing. He has another company too where he does yeah. website development. So he's been really successful. Yeah. He's done really well. And he's a super nice guy. Yeah. Super nice guy. And then Philip is, um, he is a reporter. He okay. was a reporter for a long time in Arizona. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, is that the first time you, like, who have you, have, who have you been close to, like, from since, I guess, filming till now? I mean, I know it's yeah. a time span, but, like, have you been, like, close to anybody or was it kind of just I was not I, I didn't talk I mean you know not that I didn't want to talk I just we lost touch yeah. for years until yeah. Facebook and right then once Facebook thank you Facebook came into play we all were Facebook friends and then when the disaster artist was written we sort of came back together about two years ago I really hadn't seen them and like until two years ago and then we shot the Kickstarter a year ago and that's when I saw Philip for the first time and Car- Carolyn no wow. I saw Carolyn the documentary uh, sorry the filming of for the little mini documentary yeah. I had not seen Dan I had not seen Greg Ellery until this till we just shot this mockumentary that's that's got to be pretty cool I mean really it is cool. it makes a lot of reality into what you're doing because you're all kind of getting back together so it's not like it's not like you guys are all living in a house together anyway Right, right, right. Not you know what I mean. Next season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. All right. It's good. I mean, it's well-worn territory, but okay. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what do we do living in a house together? But it's <laughs> but it would but it's you guys, so it makes it special. Yeah. So where can we find information about? I mean, I mean, is there is it like in a holding pattern right now? The uh, it's not available for viewing yet. No, we just finished shooting two weeks ago, okay. so we're you know getting the edit together now. Um, but I have a Facebook page right now. Um, the Room Actors, where are they now? Is the Facebook page, and then I also have a website that's about to launch. It's theroommockumentary.com. Okay. And so you can check it out there. We have a lot of pictures from the shoot on our Facebook page, and if you like it, you know you can follow what we're doing, and I'll post updates there and let everybody know when we have something to show, like teaser or trailer, you know. And they could, that's where they can also stalk you. Yeah, exactly. I want I want to make sure, I want to get that stalking up. They can stalk me. I also have my own Robin Paris page. Yeah. Which doesn't have as many likes as the as the project. Well, page. we're going to, is that just facebook.com slash? Robin Paris. Yeah. I need some more stalkers. So. Yeah, guys, go over there, like that, leave weird comments, <laughs> um, Photoshop her weirdly. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, do do your stalker thing, everybody. I know, I know you're out there. I'm going to make that out there. Maybe I'll, 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 I'll start it off. Okay, thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll weird it up nice. for you. Yeah. Oh to let people know it's okay. Like, right. people don't know it's like I, they don't want to test the waters. I, I will absolutely test the waters. <laughs> Appreciate that. Well, I'm really excited and yeah. I, I was happy to be, uh, you know, I, it's hilarious, obviously, oh, like some you. of the jokes. In fact, I saw some of the pictures and I knew what the jokes were of um, so seeing that it was I was just like those those are really really funny like kind of continuing jokes and um, I thought it was really funny and I'm sure oh. it's even better than the, you know at from when I read it till it was actually put on Thank you. celluloid I hope so I hope so you know it's just a we'll get we'll see how it turns out we'll see how it cuts together and you have this idea like you were saying an yeah. idea of what you think is gonna work and you put it on the page and then it's a whole other different thing to see it made and like I think sometimes things you think are going to work don't, and then the vice versa. Sometimes you think you're not sure if it'll work, and it actually does. So, so we'll don't see. trust yourself, people. Right. That's you never, a lesson. Never trust yourself. Just you be no net idea. negative and never trust yourself. <laughs> well, Robin, thank you so so much. Uh, I'm excited to see um, at your, when you introduce me to David Wayne. That's right. That's, we're here. that's recorded. That's going to happen, and uh, I'm excited to see uh, the room actors. Where are they now? And maybe I don't know if you're interested in being in one of the episodes, but that would be awesome. 
I just that's a solid offer. Yes, I totally. take that as a solid offer, and I will be Love there that. and free labor. Mm-hmm. I'll put that yeah, yeah. in there. Free. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is Thank um, you, um I'm at YouTube.com/slash Jason Horton, and uh, make sure to subscribe and comment and rate. Friends without benefits. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, Jason. Thanks.